0: It's the Life After High School Podcast. We are rolling. So, Zach, brother, how long uh, long you had those tattoos for, dude? Oh, man. Uh,
1: First one I got, probably 18 years old, so it would have been a good, like, 10 years ago now. Yeah. Um, I had a picture up. Uh, The first one I got was, like, uh, I got, like, a yin-yang, but, like, two dragons that kind of formed the yin-yang. I got it on my back, and I think it was, like, literally just, like, watching Mortal Kombat too much when I was a kid. Do you remember the second Mortal Kombat where they had the... uh, I don't know if you remember. There's like they Mm. had the dragon tattoos, and whenever the guy would die, like dragon would fly off. And for whatever reason, as like a ten year old boy, I just thought that was the coolest thing. That's it. So I had this picture of like two dragons making a yin yang, probably for like six, seven years, where I just like kept going back to it. And then like I kept telling like my parents, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get that when I'm older." Because like I had an uncle who had a tattoo, but nobody else in my family really did. And then like, as soon as I turned 18, I went up to the shop and I was just like, this is what same I want. picture right i had on, gone for right for like on, years. And right then, on. uh, yeah, that would have been the first one. got my second one on my chest probably, I want to say two years after, two, three years later. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, it was just like open season. It was just nice. like whenever I had the money and I had a piece of art that I was like, oh,
0: I like this. I like the way that okay. looks. It was just like, let's go. Right on. <laughs> is it, they look pretty sick. So yeah. I was like, man, I got to ask him. I got to find out why before I before we get into Yeah, man. It. I, just wish like, I, it. I wish
1: I had, like, a cool story behind them all, <laughs> but, like, there really wasn't. Like, <laughs> I was just a bit of a nerdy kid, and <laughs> I was just like, I mean, I'm gonna get dragons. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's but, better, though, than some, yeah. people, some people that I've seen lately where they're like, oh, man, they all will get emotional before they talk about it, and then I'm like, uh, man, I have a buddy of mine, he was like, um he's like, dude, my friends call me Big Grizz, and I was like, because he referred to himself as Grizz, and I was like, okay. nobody should call anybody that. Why did they call you that? And he's like, Oh, you know, because uh, it's a cool name. I'm going to get a grizzly bear tattoo when I come back, and uh, I'm going to get one on my ankle. I was like, You're going to get a tattoo of a grizzly bear. Of the name you called yourself. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the name you and two guys in you know, Australia <laughs> yeah. one time. Yeah, weird flags. Yeah, I 20- all right. Yeah, like all right. I was you like, You're <laughs> going to do that, I'll pay for half. Yeah. That's <laughs> he was like, Right on, dude, right? Will you? And I was like, Yeah, I never a big so, grizz. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was too funny. But, man, I appreciate you coming on the show no, today. man, thanks so, for having me, man. I'm, awesome. I'm really stoked. I'm, I'm happy
1: uh, I'm the first one in the new setup, so. Yeah,
0: hopefully uh, it uh, dials in a bit nice and we can test everything out and see. So I'm uh, I'm excited. But with that, let's uh, let's get into the thick of it. Take us through kind of your transition um, from when you left post-secondary school kind of to how everything came to fruition and where you are now. Uh, man, okay. So, like, so I
1: graduated twenty. 20- 2010, I think, if I remember correctly. I probably should have been paying more attention, but, uh, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Graduated. Uh, didn't really know what I wanted. And I never, like, I always did well in high school, like, marks. You know what I mean? Like, I never, I was, like, a high 80 average, but, like, I honestly just didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, I kind of just got away with it, because, like, high school is just, like, most of it is all just memory, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not really about intelligence. It's really just about, like, can you memorize these notes, And like, I was just, I had a decent memory for that kind of thing where I could like literally look at stuff like the day before, like the day of, and then just like copy it all down. But then I would forget 90% of it after, right? Like I just remembered it long enough to be able to like score Mm -hmm. high and then it was like moving on. But like, um, with me, it was like the only thing that like I actually (laughs) liked in high school that I actually like did consistently or tried at was like sports. I was not a good, like I was not a good athlete by any means, but I was just like, I guess, just more dedicated than probably a lot of the other guys, where, like, my mom uh, mom would usually work late, so, like, let's say I had, like, you know, school would be done at, like, 2.30, practice would end at, like, Mm 4.30, my mom would pick me up to like, 6, because she was working late, but, like, I didn't even mind half the time, because it was, like, I would finish practice, I would, like, stay in the gym, or I would, like, start looking at all these different workouts that I could do, and, like, half the time, dude, no idea what I was doing, it was just, like oh, I saw this guy doing this, or, like, yeah. I heard, like, you know, like, running stairs with ankle weights is a good way to, like, get your vert up, so I just yeah. started doing these, like, absolutely ridiculous, like, completely stupid, like, non- nonsensical I'm sure workouts. sure it worked in
0: some To some
1: extent, like, yeah. like, don't go wrong, like, there was some benefit from it, because you're, like, you know, 16 years old, full of testosterone, you're Yeah, are like, yeah, I mean, anything you do is going to have some kind of benefit, yeah, but that was, like, the only thing that I, like, knew that I enjoyed out mm-hmm. of high school, so, like, getting out of high school, I was like, okay, well, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to do another year, but I'm going to take a bunch of, like, co-op placements.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) I basically do, like, I did, like, two semesters where, like, I had three classes every semester, so I always had, like, one spare, which I would spend, like, in the gym working out and training or doing, like, even just, like, shooting hoops or, like, playing volleyball by myself or some shit. And then, like, the other two, two out of the other three classes were, like, a co-op with a gym teacher or, like, a co-op with, like, a special needs gym teacher. And I was just, like, Oh, this is cool. So, like, when I finished like my returning year, which was basically just like a fluff year for yeah. me because I just had no idea what to do, I was like, "Oh, I'll go in phys ed at like Laurentian." Did two years at Laurentian in like the phys ed program, and I absolutely hated it. Really, I hated it, dude. Why, dude? I was probably the first university student to have an assigned seat in a phys ed class. Okay, because like <laughs> legit, like <clears throat> I was just well, congratulations uh, on the record. Yeah, for, like I don't know, it? man. Like right it's not the one oh, I wanted. <laughs>
0: it's not the record I wanted. But That's like, what it'll take.
1: I just, like, to me, like, I, I wanted to go into it because I was, like, oh, I-, I enjoy teaching the kids or, like, doing, yeah. like, you know, because I, like, you know, taught martial arts before. I had, like, done a little bit of coaching on the side yeah. with, like, some of the younger students when I did my return year. And I was, like, yo, this coaching shit is cool. Like, I enjoy this, like, phys ed thing. Mm-hmm. So, going into phys ed, I was That's expecting, cool. like, to do, you know, That exact thing make you happy. Yeah. And it was literally just, like, sitting at a desk, like, learning about, like, the theory of sport. And I was just... And it's not to, like, say that that's not important. It yeah. just wasn't at all what I wanted or what I was looking for, right? Right. So two years into Laurentian, I was just like, yo, fuck this. Like, I'm, like <laughs> I literally can't even sit down at my desk or stay yeah. awake long enough to even pay attention. So I was just like, Jeez. I'm out. I ended up switching over to uh, Boreal. Or, no, sorry, not Boreal, uh, Cameron. I switched over to Cameron. I yes. probably, again, should know that by heart, but... Switched over to Cambrian. Uh, I was gonna go to Boreal, but the program that they had at Boreal was a two-year program, whereas the one at Cambrian was three years. So I was like, okay, well, three years. It's an advanced diploma, so technically, like, looks better on paper. Hundred percent, it does. And I already had like two years of university, so a bunch of credits transferred over. Oh, nice. So went over to Cambridge. Three years. Essentially yeah. got it done in like nice. a year and a half. Let's go. I, year and a half, finished it up, did a placement for like six months. But at the end of my year and a half, I got, I had been teaching gymnastics throughout yeah. basically from like my first year university. So I had about five years worth, four or five years worth of like gymnastics coaching as like just like a side gig, yeah. you know, like my like part-time job during school. Nice. Um, And ass- then at the end of that, before I went into like my placement, yeah. I got a job, basically personal training over with. Steve at yep. uh, Full Fitness. Nice. Um, so that was kind of just how I got into like more of like the personal like personal training aspect mm-hmm. of stuff because I had done like sports training, athletic training, and like, I had done like teens and shit, but yeah, yeah. I had never done like legit one-on-one stuff with like adults. You know what I mean? Right. So it was like a totally different world. Uh, got into that, did that for a couple years, and then when like Steve was ready to kind of step away, and he wanted to do like he just kind of you know just didn't have the interest in running that kind of business anymore. Yeah, yeah. He had other other goals he wanted to pursue like it just kind of worked out well because I was, I just found out I was going to have a kid so I was just nice. like, well, I needed to take my career further anyways mm-hmm. and this is already what I enjoyed like, enjoy doing. Yeah. Basically bought Full Tilt Fitness off of him uh, nice. along with Andre. I don't know if you have yep. ever uh, he's coming on, He's coming on the show later this oh, week. There dude. you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Dre. Yeah, so me and Dr. <laughs> Dr. Dre teamed Dr. up. Dr. Dre. Um, Dr. Dre teamed up. We bought Full Tilt Fitness renamed it into like LBX Fitness yeah. Studio just different brand, different vision type right of thing, right? Yeah, start fresh. And then, um, Basically, after that is when we, you know, afterwards, just over this past year is when I kind of branched out and did my own thing and then Mm -hmm. basically merged LVX with Jungle Gym Gymnastics. So now, basically, the two businesses are kind of merging into one. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. Still still kind of remaining separate entities, but running together at the same time. Nice. Basically, trying to create the, like, I call it like a movement studio, where like, I want anyone who of any type of discipline, whether it's, like, a sport, whether you're a mm-hmm. weightlifter, a grappler, maybe you're, um, you know, maybe you're just, like, you know, we have, like, volleyball players right now that are, yeah. that are training with us, or maybe you're just somebody who just wants to, like, generally stay fit and active. I yeah. want there to be, like, a program for you with, like, the best quality training that you could find in the city. Nice. Right? Not necessarily, like, I'm not, te- like, I'm not going to be, like, a volleyball coach, yeah. but I could train a volleyball athlete to be the best athlete that they could be. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be, like, I'm not an MMA fighter or an right. MMA coach, but I could help a guy who's in MMA get better at his sport, Got right? On. So that's kind of the idea and, like, the vision that we're going with. Same with, like, with uh, with Patty kind of jumping in and, you know, we're doing mm-hmm. a lot of, like, athletic training with my other trainer, Joe. He's doing yeah. a lot of training with, like, younger kids as well as, like, more of that, like, you know, that, like, athletic development for those, like, pre-teens yeah. teens, right? So it's... And that's cool. So it's essentially just really trying to create like a hub essentially of movement for like anyone in the city. And Mm. then not just for athletes, but also for coaches. Like the idea would be eventually that like if you want the best quality coaching that you could find in the Mm. city, there would be either maybe not necessarily out of that space, but I would be able to refer out to. Different places that would be like if this is what you're looking okay. for. These are the guys to go. See. Yeah, these are the people right. I recommend.
0: This is opening up yeah. your uh, little black book and uh, and then working with, with them. People, right? Yeah, working with them. right. You're not so just just shipping like, over clientele, yeah, yeah. but because at the end of the day, right? It's a weird thing with I found with the fitness industry is it's celebrate. They don't. They celebrate when employees make X amount of sales, but they don't celebrate when like clients lose X amount or they compete. Like yeah, to an extent, right? like yo we can yeah. share this or we congratulate them with that but there's no like oh like we did it like this is a common goal we're working towards how yeah. do you find that line of yes it's still a business but how do you separate that and focus on the client without the whole idea of like I'm here to make money
1: so with me it's like like I I live slightly different in the sense that like I'm very minimalistic yeah so like not to say that money isn't important because obviously it's huge, but like yeah. my definition of what financial freedom is is different from maybe the average person because like I don't need money in the sense of like I need a big fancy place or I need a nice house. Like I don't have furniture in my apartment because I can't afford it because I just don't need it and I don't like it. Nice. So I sleep on the floor because oh. it's just less things for me to have to worry about. But that's just again like so when it comes to things like that, like I make choices that are going to yeah. be you know, I don't need financial freedom because I need to pay this like $2,000 mortgage every month, at least not mm-hmm. at this point in my life. So right. a lot of the money that I do make can go back into the business or a lot of the things that I've or the decisions I make go back towards the main goal right now, which is like, yeah, I need money because like I have a daughter that I'm supporting. Yes. So that's like the main priority, but I'm not spending money on big, fancy things for myself or like a nice car or right. like, even though like I probably could, It's just not important to me. Like, it's not what I really want. And it doesn't truly actually bring me happiness. So, when it comes to running the business, it's easier for me to make decisions where it's like, what is best for the client? Because I'm not necessarily chasing that bigger payday of like, well, I need this money because I got to pay my mortgage. Because it's like, well,
0: if this is going to keep, yeah, it's like,
1: if this is going to keep this client around for the next 10, 20 years, and then over time, I'll make that money off of that client by giving them a quality service and giving them continued results. I don't need to make this big giant sale right now to be able to like, you know what I mean? To be mm-hmm. able to pay all these bills or to, to be able to go off on this trip because it's like to me right now, it's like, this is what I'm concerned right. about. This is what brings me joy and happiness yeah. is building this up and become like a, becoming a better service provider essentially, right? right. Becoming oh my, a better yeah. trainer and then also learning from other guys that are better at what they do than yeah. what I am. Right? So like, again with Pat, yeah. Pat's an amazing weightlifter. Very good. So I love working with Pat because, I can learn something from him every time that we train together. And vice versa, I think is like how our relationship kind of started was like Mm -hmm. he could kind of see some of the things that I would do and be like, oh, I see there's value in that. Maybe not necessarily for every one of my clients, but there's value in that for certain people, just like I did. I saw the same with him, right? Right. So again, instead of having to chase this paycheck of like what's going to make the most money immediately right now, it's like what's going to help me provide a better service. And then once I have a better service, the money will come
0: interesting uh, yeah you're not chasing have,
1: it right away yeah it's like i have now it's like and i then i also feel very confident that like when i give people a price or when i charge a certain amount for a service i'm 100 confident that that is what that service is worth yeah right because if i look back like the people that i've offered that service to have stuck around and have nice. seen the results so i know that it works right on. so then there's not this like i don't have to try to like sell people on it Necessarily, You know what right. I mean? Like, I, I need to get people into the door, but then once they get into the door, it's like I can be honest with them and give yeah. them what they actually need, and then, you know, it just becomes a question of, like, do you listen and you want to take this advice, and then if you do, you'll see the benefit, mm-hmm. and if people don't necessarily like what they're being told or like what they're yeah. hearing, unfortunately, it's like, I can't help you anyways. Right. Right? Like, I had this conversation with, like, um, some of my other trainers, but, like, personal training is, like, it's personal. If I can't make yes. a connection with my client, I can't help you. Right. Yeah. It's like when you try to tell a family member, like (coughs) you know, any type of advice for like anything in life, friendleading ever, especially if it's something in your field. Like, Mm -hmm. if I have a family member ask me, like, oh, like how do I lose weight, or like half the time it's like you don't have this relationship with me as like a trainer that you trust. You have this relationship of like I'm your cousin or your nephew, or I'm like your son or your brother. brother, So it's just like you're not going to listen to my advice half the time because it's like you're in your head. The relationship is I'm just a family member. Yeah,
0: you're not. I'm not a... Providing the service. Providing them, service, yeah. right?
1: Whereas, like, ah. I need to build that relationship with a client where mm-hmm. they trust me as, not just a person, but they trust me, like, as their trainer. Yeah. And that comes through practice and giving people the results that they're looking for. Or being yeah. honest with people so yeah. that they have a better expectation of, you know, what to actually expect. And then, like nice. I said, as the service gets better, yeah. then I'm fully confident that I'll be able to... If I say I can help someone, it's because I know I can help that person. Right. If we build the relationship where they trust me and I give them you know, yeah. the information I give them, the guidance that they need. Because I can't do sense. anything for anyone. No, I can just try to nudge them in the right direction. Mm. And hopefully I nudge them in the direction that gets them there quicker. Right. But they still yeah, need to yeah. do the work,
0: right? Like, yeah, and I guess that's something that a lot of people kind of are used to nowadays, it seems. They look for a very simple solution to a very hard or not as simple, but easy, because it is yeah, simple, yeah, right? Yeah, you know, if you're like, "Oh, work hard," yeah. simple, right? It's very simple in concept, of difficult to yeah, execute. very. Oh, di- I love yeah. that. Yeah, very difficult in execution, and I think with that, um, bring bring it to the movement side of that. Movement strikes me when people say it. It's same thing, not this bad, but as the word entrepreneur. So, mm. um, close friends of mine will know this is like it kind of rubs me the wrong way because. It almost feels like a trendy word, like it's glorified. Yeah. So, with that, and everybody using movement and get fit and get like get moving, you yeah. know, and how important it is. I've talked to a handful of people about how important it is, like experts on it, and I'm wondering what, from your opinion, are some common misconceptions of when people think of movement. So if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I, if uh, like. Correct me if I'm, like, going off and, like, not exactly what you're, like, looking to, uh, kind of get an answer to, yeah. but, like, I <laughs> think when it comes to that is like, I think the big issue that a lot of people have in, like, well, I'll call it the fitness industry, but it's a lot of times right now it's becoming, like, the movement industry.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what... where
1: people are kind of like, oh, you got to move, you got to move. The thing is, like, what people don't necessarily realize is, like, you could switch up your workouts every day if you wanted to, but if you're still always kind of just yeah. cycling through the same patterns... You're not really practicing movement. You're just developing a skill of exercise, which is Uh, different, right? uh, Like so, you're you're in jujitsu, yeah. Okay, so full time, right? One hundred percent. And there's a lot of movements involved in jujitsu. There's huge amounts of movements, right? Uh, Like massive amounts of patterns, there's, you know, different, like, you have to adjust on the fly, which is why it's such an interesting, it's such an interesting sport. Very, Any type yeah. of fighting sport is so interesting, and that's what got me interested in, yeah. in the first place. Like that's like, the
0: combat stuff is very yeah. unique, because there's that extra element you can't control, which is another exactly. person. Yeah, and it's like, you can right. know how to throw a, you know,
1: a cross. But can you throw a cross if a guy's hands are in the way? Can you throw a cross if you have to step out of the way or if you have to slide back? Yeah, go moving forward. So you have one technique that you might necessarily, like, there's an unlimited way Mm -hmm. of actually throwing or having to time that technique, even though it's one punch. Now, add in thousands of other, like, techniques that you could learn from, like, martial arts becomes this puzzle that's unreal, right? Yeah, it's countless. But if I take that same example, like, if if I'm practicing, like, my straight right? Mm Like, you know, for let's say me, it's like my power shot, my straight right. Yeah. If I'm always practicing, but I'm always practicing against the same heavy bag or the, against the same pad holder from the same angle, from the same setup, am I really practicing movement at that point or am I just refining one particular strike? Right. I'm really just refining one particular strike, which is yeah. a straight right from a, like a loaded position, from a straight standing position, feeder ground. Yeah. Nobody's hitting back. That's not going to necessarily apply... Am I still gonna have a straight, a good straight ride if I slide back and hit? Yeah. Probably, but is it gonna be as effective? Am I gonna be as accurate? Probably not, mm-hmm. right? And with that same thing, it's essentially the same idea with like with movement. It's like people will be like, "Oh, I did like all these cool different workouts," yeah. and it's like, "Well, you ran, you did burpees." you did some variation of like a half ass like olympic lift because like that's a big trendy thing with like crossfit right now yeah. and it's not to bash crossfit because there's amazing athletes that do crossfit it's yeah. just there's a lot of people that go into it thinking that that's just what it's about right right like you've done pull ups but maybe they're not done necessarily properly or yeah, you only really ever kipping, do... yeah. yeah and it and there's nothing wrong with a kipping pull up but if it's the only type of pull up that you're ever going to work on
0: yeah
1: right like all have you really worked on your movement or have you just worked on like a base set of skills and patterns that you've mm-hmm. refined over time and even yeah. though you switch and you rotate your workouts around at the end of the day if I really took account of like what you've done over the past year yeah you've still done the same pull-ups the same run uh... you've done the same movement maybe the same trail maybe you've done the same maybe you increased the weight on certain exercises mm-hmm. but it's the same pattern. So have you really worked yeah. on movement or have you worked on refining a set of skills that is specific to what your goal is? And that's, yeah. that's okay, right? Like for a fighter, is it okay to practice your straight right over and over again? Yeah. You're going to need yeah. to throw it. 100%. But if you're trying to be, especially if say, it's a weakness, exactly. It, right? But if you're trying to be like an, an like an MMA fighter who yeah. also needs to learn how to grapple, if yeah. you've only ever practiced your straight right, it's not going to help you nah. if your goal is to become a mixed <coughs> martial artist. It'll right. help you if you're trying to become a better striker. Yeah. So I think that's, it's kind of like the same, like, not necessarily a misconception, but it's something that people miss a lot where it's just like, just cause you've done different workouts or you did them in a different order doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you've practiced a movement. Practicing a movement or pract like practicing movement in general is yeah. completely switching out of what your element is. Like, mm. so if you're a gymnast doing some weights is going to be practicing movement cause it's completely different patterns. But if I only did the two, mm, yeah. if I only do the two for, you know, there's a point of diminishing return. Right. If I practice gymnastics and weightlifting for so long, after two, three years, what am I really learning about my movement pattern that is potentially different?
0: Yeah.
1: Right? So maybe then I have to learn how to throw a kick. Maybe I learn how to throw a punch. Maybe I learn how to roll. Now I'm developing new patterns and new skills. That's practicing movement, right? It's not just switching between, like, I did the same gymnastics skills and then did the same weightlifting skills, but I upped the weight, so I'm practicing movement. But because I'm moving, you're practicing weightlifting and you're practicing gymnastics. You see what I mean? So it becomes like, and it, it's very hard to strike a balance. That makes sense. I think the big mm-hmm. like, and it was an issue I did a lot too. It was like yeah. people try to do all of it at the same time, where then you're actually not improving at anything. Because you know, if you're going to practice jujitsu, yeah, if you want to get better at, you were saying like you were doing like taking someone's back, right? Yeah, you were practicing taking someone's back yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, how many times do you have to practice taking someone's back before? you get to a point where there's only so many more times you'd be, or there's only so many other things you'll be able to improve about it. Right. Right. Now you can keep practicing that same take, but you might only get a little bit better. But is that going to be like, like in an actual fight? Yeah. Is the fact that you practice an extra hundred reps of a back take going to be that much of a difference versus if you practice a different technique?
0: Yeah. Um, And it's more so I find with that specifically that example too, It's like you said, oh, we go a few times from this one. Okay, we got it comfortable there. Switch up to a different position. Like It was kind of like turtle from the side, turtle from the other side, turtle from the back, turtle from the front, and we're going how to back take from here. Uh, And like it's almost situational rolling, we call it, where it's like, okay, you're on your back. I'm in your closed guard. You have to stand up, sweep, or submit. I have to pass or submit. And we say go, and then we go until one of those things happen. And then you play it from there, and then those are more what we do. But it's like okay, we have you know X amount of ways to get out of the closed yeah. guard. You know X sweeps. You know X um, submissions. But it's when you hit, when the bullets fly, when the cage mm-hmm. door closes, when the referee says fight, and you guys go. That's when I found a lot of um, a lot of things that are you repeat in the movement patterns are the patterns that you repeat as like a Without lot. Get, exactly. Right. That's when the second nature or people are yeah. like, Oh, what do you default? The fight or flight. Yeah. And especially when you get tired. Yeah. Dude, right. ex- yeah. like exclusively yeah. when you get tired yeah. and that's a perfect example, right? Cause that's something that's when you get tired, you get lazy. Now it's, you do, you resort to whatever you n- don't have to think about yeah. because your brain's fried. Yeah. Right. Cause adrenaline is exhausting. It fatigues you. And when you're fatigued, like you said, you're tired and brain shuts off, what can I, what do I not have to do? How can I be as effective without thinking about anything? Going back to those patterns that you rehearsed a hundred times in those situations. So then that becomes your default, right? And that's where like, so what you're
1: saying, like where you're practicing these, like you're you're practicing a back taper from all these different angles of different Mm. positions. That is essentially, okay, you have the one technique. But how do you apply it from all these different ways? Yeah. That's playing around with an idea. That's playing around with a yeah. technique or with an actual skill, right? Like, so if I take um, parkour, if you like, nice. you're doing parkours, right? Like, yeah. Okay, so nice. like a simple, let's—I'll well, say simple—but like a parkour move you might see a guy make is like a like a running front tuck or a Webster flip, mm-hmm. which is basically you run off the one foot, you swing the other leg back, you do a front flip. Okay. Okay. So you could do it. I could do it standing on the spot, swing the leg up, yeah. front flip out of it. Boom. that's one way. I could do it running forward or stepping forward. Yep. Boom. I could do it like on a back pedal, swing right? Or I could do it off a ledge. Yep. I have one technique or I have one movement pattern, but I can play around with how I execute it. Maybe yeah. I jump sideways with it. Maybe I land or maybe you know, I've seen a bunch of different variations where guys are like, I've seen one guy like fucking like dunk a cookie while he was like midair. You know what I mean? Like he literally like dips his cookie in a glass of milk. Like that's a level of like, that's a level of like expertise of a movement pattern that is like so beyond what most guys will ever do. <laughs> but that right. is like <laughs> that's practicing movement. It's like you learn to skill, you have to struggle Jeez. through the part of like figuring out how yeah. to even pull it off. Then you get to a point where you're starting to refine it and it becomes easier, muscle memory starts to set in, and then you get to a level of mastery where it's just like yeah. how far can you really push this one pattern right. to make it into this crazy, crazy thing where most people will never never be able to reach in their lives, right? Yeah. Th- that's what practicing a movement is. But now that's one particular movement. If you're going to claim that you are practicing your movement, or if you're, your goal is to practice movement in general, you can't get to a level of mastery with everything. No. You're going to have to learn some new shit, and you're going to have to get to that stage where you're basically a beginner mm-hmm. very frequently. Yeah. And it's not to say that you can't go on and master shit. It's just that you just can't say that like I'm focusing on one aspect of my game or one element mm-hmm. of fitness or movement, and I'm claiming I'm practicing movement. No, you're yeah. practicing a movement. And that's where the mix-up gets, I think. And again, it's okay. not that there's anything wrong with that. No, it's just like, like you said, people use that term. are like, oh, I'm like, I, I yeah, like my movement practice, My movement practice because it's like the new thing. But it's like, right. are you practicing movement,
0: or did you like learn a new skill, yeah. and now you're just refining a skill? That's not the same thing, right? Uh, interesting. And now you said something uh, fascinating a couple seconds ago about. and I want to come back to that. Um, what do you think the reason is? For what you said when you said people often never get to that level of mastery with anything why often do you think that is the case
1: a couple of reasons like the big like the biggest one if I had like for everyone across the board is like if you can't if you don't get to that level of mastery not necessarily that you can't you haven't spent the time right I think the reason why you haven't spent the time is what is really more important right like did I not mm-hmm. like I could do a webster flip I can't dunk a cookie in a fucking glass of milk while I'm doing it. Now is that because, right, right. yeah, obviously yeah. I haven't spent enough time practicing that specific right. skill. For sure. Why haven't I? It could be, maybe I have other priorities, yeah. maybe I'm working on different things, maybe I yeah. have All focused, focused up, this case. right, yeah. and it could be a combination of it, it yeah. could be none, it could be <sighs> one, or maybe somebody just doesn't give a fuck and doesn't yeah, really learn maybe. how to do that. Like, and that's, again, that's totally fine, it's like your own preference, right, like, if you are that guy who's like, you know what? I'm going to dunk two cookies next time. I'm going to one up this thing that I like I saw somebody do. It's like, then cool. Then you're going to have to put in the time, put in the effort, mm-hmm. put in the hours. But like it's okay to not want to do everything. Right. Yeah. It's okay to not want to become a master at any one particular thing. I'm like that. Like I get very mm-hmm. bored of training the same shit over and over again. Yeah. So I dabble a lot, right? I'll do a little right. bit of this, a little bit of that, and I kind of switch around. I'll always have like similar goals that I'm always working towards, and like yeah. that's what I structure my programs around. But I try not to just be like, I'm going to become an expert at this one thing. Because right. I get bored. But that's just me personally. Yeah, that's get a personality bored, right? trait. That's exactly. But
0: not a problem. That's just... You're, no, you just... just like, sp- nah, you just switch it up. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. But
1: I just can't claim that I'm like, uh like I'm, I'm some expert parkour guy. i right. I've dabbled with it. I've played yeah. around with it a little bit. But I'm by no means an expert. Just like I'm no means like an expert, like, you know, weightlifter. Like, mm-hmm. i dabbled in it. I've yeah. played around with it. I understand the basics of it. i put in some time and some practice. But like... It's a different thing, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So, yeah, it really just
0: depends on, like, what is your goal and why are you chasing it? So, with that being said, um, I heard a rumor that you're on a short list for... a. To be cast in the next Avengers movie, is that true, dude? I saw a bunch I, of uh, I saw a bunch of videos if of you doing some a- flips and stuff, and I was like, Oh! If I am aware, so I, uh,
1: I, if I had that to is, ask. if that is a thing, I'm not aware. But like, holla at your, you, you <laughs> know? <laughs> <laughs> Get at your boy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, Ah, man, 100% I'd be an Avenger. I don't know which one. Yo, I'll I'll be Black Widow. (laughs) She's she's suing Disney right now. Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney, apparently. (laughs) I will 100% be Black Widow, if that means I get... If I get some of that Marvel money. (laughs) Like, 100%. You need me to taste some dudes, and I gotta sit there in a sexy red wig? Like, bro. (laughs) Zero hesitation.
0: Zero hesitation. None. I had to ask. Yeah. So, um... Switching gears a bit to the business side of it, um, what are some challenges um, that you faced um, when it came to starting a business? Starting? Yeah. And kind of getting your feet in
1: the door. It's weird because, like, if I want to think, like, I've essentially started over the past three, like, five years. It's like I've almost kind of restarted, like, three different businesses, Mm -hmm. right? So the first time I started a business was basically just, like, by myself as a personal trainer. So I had to go out, look for clients. And then it kind of goes back to what I talked about. my service and my quality had to be there for me to attract other people because especially when you're starting off and like, I mean, we've talked about this before but like, I'm not a social media person. I fucking hate social media. Yeah, I know it's man. I hate it. Hard to find. I just don't like it, man. I just don't
0: like it. It's just yeah. like... But you're good on it, dude. Like, your videos it. are good. They're, funny. I have They're fun. They're clever. I have fun, but okay. like, <coughs> it's like... God, I'll you'd be so good at it too. Man. I will...
1: I will make videos for fun and for, like, for jokes, but, like, I i don't like scrolling on social media. I don't like posting on social media. I don't like waiting for people's responses or, like, waiting yeah. for likes. It's just, like, I just have no interest in it, right? right. And there's also, like, I know myself enough that, like, I don't want to end up, like, falling into this hole where I'm, like, relying on other people's approval. You know what I mean? It's just, like, I'm uh, doing my own thing anyways. probably smart. I'm happy yeah. with what I'm doing right now. I don't need all this external validation. That's why, like, you know, like, I don't, I just no. don't like social media. It's, like... Like, that's why I haven't used them. Yeah. It's just, like, I'm good doing this shit. I don't need these other distractions. I'm already distracted enough, man. I'm ADD as fuck. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't need three other, like, social <sighs> medias yeah. to be, like, do people like me? Are people liking my video? Are they mm-hmm. commenting? Like, why is last
0: week this many? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, you're right. You know, there's I, a I do, you get down.
1: I do what I enjoy, and I'll yeah. do, like, I'll do it when I want to do it. Because it's for me. I'm not doing it because of, like, other people. And if I want to make yeah. a joke video because it's, like, an ad for some, some random bullshit yeah. and I'm dancing around like an idiot and it makes people laugh and I enjoy doing it, cool. But it's not yeah. something where, like, I want to be, like, held where it's like, hey, where's the next video? Hey, where's that next clip? Maybe at some point in my life, I'll you know, I'll hit enough goals or I'll reach a, a level where I'm like, hey, now I can and I want to focus yeah. on this aspect. Sure. But for right now, I'm just like, it just doesn't interest me. Right. Interesting. But, like, it's That's just. That's cool. It's just, again, and again, mm. I'm very like a very minimalistic. We're like, yeah. that's just more distractions for me, right? right. Like, um, it was kind of jokes. Like, I went, to, um, I hate shopping too because like I just don't like buying. I don't stuff, blame right? you, man. It's uh, so like, I was making it. I had to step out of the uh, step out of work. I had like a gap in my schedule, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna run over. I gotta go grab some shit. And like, I literally like I go shopping like once every two years, and I buy the same thing every time, right? Like, it's like I just like. Yeah. you know, reduce, reuse, recycle. Like, 100%. You know more what I mean? And like, people like that, dude. And it was just yeah. jokes because it was like, I stepped out and then like, someone was looking for me and they were like, oh, he just like, he had to go pick some shit up. Like, he, he, he went like clothes shopping, which is like something I never do. And he was like, oh, he's probably just going to come back and like have one of those like, Three for thirty deals from Boathouse, and like I literally, I walk into it with a Boathouse bag and three T-shirts, and I was just like, "Yeah, man, nailed it!" Like thirty bucks, (laughs) yeah, thirty bucks, like on the spot. No, but it was just like I was gone for maybe twenty minutes because it's like it took me longer to get to the mall than it did to actually get any shopping. You know what I mean? It was just like
0: done deal. I'm I'm out of here. Right, right? all the same color, hundred percent, hundred percent. Uh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Can't uh, get distracted by choice, dude. Exactly. A, but now it's yeah. like I wake up well, in the morning, sense. I
1: put my sweatpants on, I know it's gonna be a white or a black t shirt. That's yeah. it. Like that's
0: That's a good point. I have never seen you in right. like the few times we've interacted, I've never seen you in not a white t shirt. So I, always, I have I'm white or black and t-shirt. it's because like
1: I wear them at work yeah. I don't have to worry about if I'm matching my fucking sweatpants or if I'm like you know what I mean like white yeah, and black goes everything. white and black t-shirt goes with anything so it's like I'll mix up the shirt like I'll yeah. mix up the pants so maybe I'll get some colored like yeah. uh, some colored sweatpants or I'll get like some flashy jeans oh, yeah, or some, for some shit funky, for sure. but it's like a white or black t-shirt why? because like uh-huh. I don't have to worry about it I wake up in the morning I put my pants on I grab whatever fucking shirt is at the top of the pile mm-hmm. and I just throw it on and I'm like boom I'm ready to go Start my day. I don't need to spend ten minutes trying to figure out like, yeah. do I have the right socks? Do I like? It's all the same. It's that's all the same. Crazy. Right? Again, it's just like, but that's just yeah. what I enjoy doing. Right. It's not that that's a better way, or it's just what I do that works for me, right?
0: And I think if with that mindset, it's fascinating, dude. Because check this out. A couple months ago, there was like a there was like a thing with the business that we had going on, and not going to get into specifics, obviously, but maybe after, but. Basically, um, things weren't going ideal for the situation, just with past things we had done or not done. And um, basically, there was a lot of stress that was going on. We were were doing, like, finished carpentry, and our heads were just not there, which is not good when you need to be as precise as we need to be for the job we were doing, right? And so with that, I was like, I need a big thing. And I found myself always comparing and like you said, getting down the rabbit hole of how many, who, why didn't this person, why are they like it? It's so late. I deleted Instagram off my phone. I deleted Facebook off my phone. I deleted, I had TikTok, but I deleted that. And I was just like, this is stupid. So I just deleted all of them. So I couldn't go down, kept Snapchat, but I don't use Mm -hmm. it. Um, it's just for people in Ottawa I talk to. And then I was like, okay, if I get rid of all this, I'm good. 10 minutes after deleting them, I'd go open my social media folder. I would go open the folder and I went and I pushed the screen where Instagram was and it wasn't there. And I was like, yeah, it's going on. And then you're like, oh shit. Oh, this is bad. <laughs> I just opened my phone with the specific thing. Like, yeah. yeah. Going right here with it. Right. Like pure instinct, like you said. And I'm like, hmm, can't do that. I've never felt better because I don't want it like you mm-hmm. like you said like you can get into a browse space where you're just like oh man it's like well yeah. this person's yeah, on this yeah. boat doing that with them and you're just sitting in your living room. And I'm How like, come I didn't ah. get invited? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, <laughs> yeah that's what people that's yeah. what I try to tell people I'm like man like that for mental health specifically yeah. that is huge and I was like I've told people in the past told my buddy Connor a couple weeks ago I was like man just delete it off your phone or if you don't do that turn off your phone yeah. for there's this really interesting Jewish practice that's 23, or 24-6, I think is what they call it. Okay. It's basically... Is that how they
1: make so much money all the time? gonna <laughs> be it. Be it.
0: <laughs> we figured be, it out. Uh, they, uh, well, when I tell you, you'll be like, oh, yeah. So, <laughs> excuse me. They do 23, 24-6, where it's, they disconnect for from Friday evening to Saturday evening. And by disconnect, they turn off all their phones, everything, no TV, no like. No electronics, nothing. They just kind of spend yeah. time with the people that they care about. They don't con contact, te- they don't contact or connect anybody, yeah. or connect with the anybody. From who right there. Exactly, right there. and so that's kind of the whole process of hearing that. When I was listening to this like show a while ago, and I was like, that is fascinating. And it's the guy who like did the study. He's not Jewish, but he did the study, and he said after he did it, he felt, excuse me, less his stress is like situational, yeah. I think. A lot of it, but yeah. Anxiety <laughs> is just, I'm come and go, you know, you're running a little behind work, anxiety. You know, there's construction, there's traffic, somebody's late, you're late, it's anxiety. Ah, I'm ripping my hair out. Stress is right, situational, I think, if you compare the two. But with that being said, it was, the, the uh, you get, people get stressed out, I'll get stressed out for things, but the anxiety was way less frequent when I did that and just felt doing like that. clearer minded. Yeah. And it was an overall, like, oh, over my phone. I'm like, well, I have no real reason. And then I just like, yeah. oh, it's there. And then it's like Facebook. I go on my computer and then I can message people. Yeah. You right. Go and, out of your way yeah. yeah. And it's like, it makes it more purpose driven. Mm. And it's like, okay, I want to get Zach on the show. I know he doesn't have Instagram. I don't want to have to download Instagram anyway to do it. Boom. Okay. Facebook, boom, done. Easy. That's how you and then it's like, well, I'm not just scrolling. I'm not yeah. like, oh, oh, you know, I see this yep. person. Because yeah. it also gives, it also, I found it gives me more confidence to ask people to go, to come on the show. Where I'm not like, oh, I'm browsing, watching what celebrities fighting. Yeah, What yeah. pro fighter. Because nobody cares. And then going through and then it's like, oh, now I feel like crap. Eh, I'm not going to ask them. And that's not yeah, productive, You get, like, right. sucked into that, like... Yeah, yeah. bad. Yeah,
1: it's a weird like, mindset. Um, And, yeah, like, coming back to, like, the whole, like, business thing, like, yeah. some of the... Because we totally went off on a tangent for, like... And I love it. Oh, 100%. It's, like, dude, my whole what life we do. is a tangent. But, like, <laughs> um, I found, like, with that, because that's just, like, my personality. It's, like, I don't like that type of stuff. For me to build up a reputation as a trainer was very much based off of, like... Because I wasn't doing these Instagrams right. or these Facebook posts. It was very much, like did I help this person or did I not? And did uh, they tell their friends about it? Mm-hmm. So, so it really like, was like word of mouth. Yeah. Uh, 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 like for the good, 100%. I want to say the first like year, two years was just a hundred percent. Like, was I doing a good enough job that people wanted to tell their friends or family about? Wow. That's how I built it up. Right now, obviously as you get in a way, but like it, it, you know, it's just as I got further into it and then it became more like, I was like, okay, well now I'm <laughs> buying full total fitness. So I'm going to rebrand it. Yeah. Well, now I'm going to have to learn how to use these social medias, which is when I started using Facebook and Instagram yeah. a little bit more because I mm. was like, I'm not good at this shit, but I need to do some level of advertisement. Right. I need to at least, you know, I need to treat it like a business, not just yeah. Zach see it as personal training. I need it to be like, I want to expand this. So the business needs to have a brand, not right. just me. The right? general population
0: Population exactly. needs to
1: know. Right. So the general yeah, population needs to know, like, I don't give a shit if you know who I am, yeah. but I want you to know what my business is. Right. I want provide, you to yeah. know what I provide or what, like, the other trainers that I work yeah. with provide, right? And then moving up even a further level now with Jungle yeah. Gym where it's like now I have people of all ages. I got toddlers coming in versus people that are, like, 67 years old that are coming for personal training. Jeez. So there's a huge market right Mm -hmm. well I need people that have no idea who I am like most people that go to that gym for their kids they don't know who the fuck I am right they're not going they don't care it doesn't matter but they need to know that the gym is going to supply them the you know the best service that they can Mm -hmm. get for their kids there's a safe place for their kids or it's a fun environment for their kids so then it becomes more like as as like the business has evolved like I've had to develop my ability to use things for business specifically which you know as a consequence, is like yeah, I have more more time on Facebook now, but I do yeah. the best I can to limit it where it's just work,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? I'm not there post like posting videos on my weekend or talking about yeah. like whatever. Or I'm not trying to like have these big like discussions on like it's just here's what I'm offering, mm-hmm. you know, here's my services, here's an ad, here's a, or yeah. maybe not an ad, but like a little a post about like certain things that we got coming up, mm-hmm. and then it's like I'm out, disconnect. You yeah. like it, you don't like it. If somebody asks me a question on it, I'll respond to it. Like I'm not sitting around waiting for people. Like, how many likes did my did my video? Yeah. How many like or like? Do people share my thing? It's it's like if you show up, you show up. Because at the end of yeah. the day, once I get people in the door, I'm confident that they're going to want to come back and yeah, they tell people right. So, so it becomes more of that. Like I'll make sure yeah. that my quality is always there. But the biggest challenges for me has been learning how to use that shit because, like I said, it was yeah. so against what I normally want to do. Yeah. Right. Whereas like I know I can offer someone a good wow. service, but if somebody doesn't know me or doesn't know the person that I'm training, how am I going to help that person? Yeah. How am I going to reach out to that person to let them know that like, Hey, maybe you're having a struggle with this or maybe you're having a hard time with this, but like I can help you. Mm-hmm. Well, if they don't know me, if they don't know the people I'm training, I need a way to reach them, which is where like a lot of the social media and yeah. the more like marketing aspects of things came in handy where I had to learn because mm-hmm. I just straight up, I just didn't know. Right. I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah, I mean, I still, good. I'm still not very good at it, but at least right. it's like, it's something I'm continuously trying to get better at yeah, so that yeah. I can reach a wider pe- a wider group of people to give them the help. Because at the end of the day, like, I got into this industry because yeah. I wanted to help people. Yeah, right? That was it. Makes sense. And, I like, I do it in a way of, like, not to, it's, it's not to make, like, I hate when people say that where they're just, like, I do this to help people. I'm, like, yeah, I do it to help people. But it's because I feel good about myself. 100%. When I do, it's, like, 100%. there is an egotistical thing about should, it though. where it's just, like,
0: yeah, why? Why but, is that an egotistical thing? Egotistical, like, not but not in a bad way. It. Not in a bad
1: way. But like in a way yeah. where it's like I feel better about myself when I know that I'm able to help someone. 100 percent You should. And that's but that's and that's what I'm saying. It's not a bad thing to feel no. uh-huh. to have like a little shot to the like or a little boost to the ego where it's like, oh man, like you were trying to see some people, nobody could figure out what was wrong or nobody could help you, and yeah, like you got I got it. you walking again. Like that makes me feel good. So there's definitely like for me, myself, like that's like a motivational drive. Huh. But it's, like, I'm not doing it because I'm, like, this, like, saint. And I'm just, like, I just want to help the world and heal the world. I'm, yeah. like, no, man. Like, I feel good yeah. when my knowledge and my experience helps somebody else. Because it makes... It, like, reinforces yeah. that, like, I'm doing something right. Right. So, it's, like, yeah, yeah there's, like, a little, like, a shot to... Ne- maybe not necessarily a shot, but it's, like, it makes me feel better about what I'm doing. It makes me feel good about the shit that yeah. I'm doing. But at the same time, it helps that person. Right. Right? So, it's, it's yeah. you know, it's, it's a give and take, like...
0: Right. And it's a feel-good thing that I think if we come back to it in a, with the social media part um, that you mentioned. It's a feel-good with a, uh, it must also feel a bit better too when somebody had you or a past client had you and they recommended you and then you solved the problem. Oh, big time. Right, like that. It might yeah, be a little, sure. it's like, oh, they didn't just read up on you because yeah. they couldn't figure out. They're like, hey, so we know this guy. He hmm. you know, can flip, not yeah. while dunking milk, but like, yeah. yeah can do it. Well, like, yeah. it's, yeah, it's definitely like,
1: um, I mean, look, like, it's like, uh, if I use Pat again as like a yeah. good example, or even for you, like, when you're training Jujitsu, and you've practiced something over and over and over yeah. again, and then you manage to pull it off in a match, it feels good, because it's like validation of, like, what I'm doing yeah. is good. It's, it's working to some extent. Yeah. Maybe I'll have to change things or whatever, but yeah. like maybe I'll grow and I'll realize <laughs> later on that I'm still making mistakes now, yeah. but at least I'm on the right path and I'm, I'm improving, I'm excelling or I'm yeah. getting better at what I do. So there's, yeah. there's like this, this joy where you're like, oh, okay. Like the hard shit and the stressful stuff was worth it. Yeah. Right. And I think like when it comes to like movement, that's what it's all about. Like it's, you're constantly having to figure out what you're doing wrong. Right. Which is what's stopping you from achieving that technique, or mm-hmm. from achieving that goal, or from getting stronger, getting more fit, or whatever mm-hmm. your goal might be—losing weight. Like, what are you doing wrong? That is preventing you from achieving it. Right. Being like an, a quote unquote, like entrepreneur is essentially the same idea. It's just the risk and the like the consequences are different.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Oh yeah. If you're training yeah, jujitsu, sure.
1: it's like if you fucked up, you might get choked out if you fucked up you might get hurt you might hurt the other person when you're not intending to so there's there's more of like a physical risk to it being an Mm. entrepreneur or being a business owner or even just trying to do anything that's like you know Mm. not necessarily like a uh, there's no necessarily like a there's not like a a a plan or a guideline just laid out for you like the consequences are different right like the consequences for me fucking up are potentially losing a client potentially ruining a program potentially reputation reputation potentially not being able to pay bills so I think like, yeah. even though like the process is very similar to like learning mm-hmm. a movement or learning any type of physical skill is very similar to like running a business because there's a lot of it where you start at zero, nobody starts a business and has all the answers. Never do you. Right? Know. You're going to fail. Right. And and you're except, never like, going to have all the answers anyway. Exactly. And like, it's right. like I, over the past five years, I've technically had to like kind of restart like three times. Right? Mm-hmm. So like in some way and in some sense, like there are things that I've done that I've failed because yeah. I don't still do them. Because it like right. I tried something, it didn't work, it didn't give me the results I needed or what I was looking for, so I had to mm-hmm. reassess. My, right? You're going to fail. Just like when you're practicing a movement, you're going to uh, fail. Until you right. figure it out and it gets better, and then you move on from it. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with running a business. Or yeah. very similar. It's just that the consequences are different, right? Right. Dude. Most people just don't yeah. the same reason they don't get into like a fitness or they don't start doing jujitsu is the same reason they don't necessarily want to follow that real goal. There's
0: a there's, they're scared of failing a fear. Right? There's, there's a fear for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm Still getting my ass kicked. Okay. Now, I have this uh, good story for you. So check this out. On that um, on that point you made um, where with going through a technique and like you you drill the hell out of it because that's what you're doing essentially, right? You're drilling yes. the technique. You're repping it up. So um, June of 2019 or July twenty 2019, doesn't matter, um, there was a – I was in a jiu-jitsu tournament. It was in Sudbury. So – Nice and easy. Jiu-jitsu tournament. Um, it was a gold medal match. And I was gassing out. This guy was gassing out. But he was just like really strong. And he managed to get me. He got me with a Kimura and he beat me. So I was a little disappointed. Yeah. I, was, I was pretty pissed. But um, there's. I went in the span of the next three months. Next three or four months, sorry. I Every second morning during the week, so Tuesday, Thursday morning for about Mm -hmm. two, three months, I would just go and just drill triangles. Just only triangles off my back. As soon as I get taken down like situational like somebody takes me down, live everything. Just triangle, triangle, triangle. T city all day. So I was like, okay, this is what's happening. We go to a tournament in North Bay. (coughs) Sorry, in the Sioux. And they're all the same though, right? Yeah. And so a lot of the same Um So we go in the Sioux and um I have the they're like okay they, I, they're like they have the list posted the order of the matches I look and I'm like okay well if we're up crap I'm up I'm up first so there's a gymnasium pack gymnasium packed of people I'm up first and there's nobody at the same time so unfortunately so it was oh, just nice. me again okay, and I was like oh who's this guy this guy looks familiar where have I seen before it's the guy who beat me for the goal first match of the tournament this is the guy you already lost to. For the yeah and I, but he submitted me and I was like ah I have every reason to lose this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we slap hands, bump fists, ref says fight, we go. And he like goes for a takedown, but I like, I beat him and I pulled guard on him because I knew he's very like, they're mm-hmm. very like wrestling heavy. And so I was like, okay, if I, but wrestlers have a very hard tendency of going head forward yep. into things. So I was like, okay, I know this. I grabbed his lapel, grabbed the, grabbed his, uh, like his wrist on his gi, and I turn my hips sideways. I'm used to people fighting it here because they know what I'm about to. But I'm like, oh yes. No. I bump out. I like take my shin. I shin. I break his like grip on his on my hip. Yeah. Whip my leg around. Turn my hips. Bring his head down into the triangle, and I go under just to turn it. Just like underneath the leg, it's this really weird like manipulation yeah. of the angle that just cinches everything up like that. It's so uncomfortable, and. Yeah, I got him. And I was like, like, in like a minute, I was like, what the
1: fuck? We did yeah. like, it. You just see it like, yeah, oh, this
0: is it. And I was like, I had every reason to lose. But the point of that is going back to always trying to improve and drill a skill, know where you can get better, and just keep doing it there, right? Like learning from your mistakes yeah. and facing your fear. Because it's like, wow, the guy is a win on you already. Or like, oh, we did this mistake before. And then you just go from there and you look and learn, I guess. Yeah.
1: yeah, it really is, man. Like, it's it's wild how, like, I think, like, even with, like, some of the, like, the the like the younger <laughs> athletes and stuff where, like, if, I, if I'm if i coaching a young kid that mm-hmm. maybe doesn't necessarily have all this life experience to be yeah. able to understand how to, like, life's a bitch, man. Like, so shit bad. happens that you do not have control over, right? All and, like, the time. Well, and, like, we can get into that later, but, like, oh, yeah. about shit that's happening to me where it's just, like, mm-hmm. I was not ready for this shit. At all. Yeah, we'll we'll cut to it next. Right? But, like, it's a big thing. Where, But, like, if I can use sport or if I can use training or some type of, like, practice to help a young kid understand that it takes effort, that they're going to fail, but then also how to keep a better mindset moving forward, Mm -hmm. those lessons, like, they get applied throughout your whole life. Right. So it's, like, I don't necessarily want to think of it as, like... And it's not to try to make it seem like, you know, like coaches or trainers are doing more than necessarily they really are to make it seem like it's this big, super important thing. But there yeah. is an importance to the level of like, you're creating a better human, but you're just, or you're trying to create a better human, but you're just using sport or activity or movement as the tool to teach them the lessons. Interesting. Right? Yeah. Like, that's so jujitsu, that. Like, like you said, like, and we've talked about like a lot of guys that do jujitsu or fight are some of the calmest people you'll ever meet because they know it's that they ridiculous. could fucking wreck you. It's kind of ridiculous. right? But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't certain. need to be all out there yelling and screaming and doing all like hollering all this shit and talking all this trash if yeah. I know and if I'm confident that I'll be able to destroy someone. Like if I'm, yeah. if I'm not confident in a situation, they're typically not always like not always. Right. But most guys that roll do all this not, shit, yeah. they're pretty
0: chill dudes. Yeah, very quiet yeah. to themselves. They don't nerdy. Mean, yeah, yeah. Because they, they're studying it. right? See, yeah, like, there's. Their brain's kind of consumed in that kind of stuff, right? And a lot of that
1: comes from, or part of that at least comes from, like, yeah, there's obviously a personality type where, like, you have to be willing to do that type of thing. But at the same time, like, when you get beat over and over and over again, there's also a level of humility where you're like, maybe I don't have all the answers. Yeah. So that also applies to the real life where, like, in any other situation where you're like, I might be wrong. I could be really confident that I know what I'm doing or that I'll be able to overcome this. But there's always the like the the possibility that I'm wrong, or mm-hmm. some unexpected, unpredictable factors that will come in and totally fuck my shit. Yeah. Like Some dude all the time. snatching a Camaro for your gold medal match. Like you don't necessarily, but <laughs> it happens, bit. right? It like, does. It's
0: brutal. But being able yeah. to,
1: but knowing and being <laughs> able, to, about it, being confident in yourself that like if I keep working at this, I will get better, and I will yeah. be able to overcome this. Like the for me, the easiest way and best way to learn that is through sport or activity. Mm-hmm. And, it, and that's where like movement practice comes in. Yeah. It's like learning something new all the time and kind of always reminding yourself that like no matter how good you are at one thing, there's a thousand other things that you have no idea how to do is like, it's very humbling, but it's also a good thing because when you've overcome that hurdle again, mm-hmm. there's, there's like, there's a confidence that comes from it, but also humility that comes from yeah. it because it's like, damn, like yeah. I managed to do it, but there's guys dunking cookies and Dunkin milk, milk jars no, right yeah. now. Like, so I'm it's like, else. as much as like I've accomplished a lot. Yeah there's still way more for me to be able to accomplish Mm -hmm. with this, right? So there's like a level of like, yeah, there's for younger kids. And when you're coaching people, a lot of times, like you can get into these deeper, you know, these, these deeper issues that some people might be facing Mm -hmm. by using that sport or that movement as kind of like the tool to kind of not necessarily deal with it or cope with it, but to address it in slightly different ways. Right. (sighs) Which is like, that's the fun part for me is like, like being able to like, if I have somebody who like, I can, again, I can't make anyone do anything, but if I can nudge them in a direction, and then they come back, and they're like, man, my whole life feels better, Yeah. and it's because, like, part of it is because I managed to start getting my shit together, and, like, I I managed to help even just a little bit with that, it's like, man, like... That's it. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished, for sure. Now let's set the next goal, and let's see if we can get there, Work towards it, Nice.
0: That's probably... That's such a good way of looking at it, and there's a lot of things that... With how everything is is there's, I was listening to show where this guy was kind of explaining it, and I really like the way he explained it, but he's like, I don't talk about, like, he was like, I don't talk about archery when I'm doing this, I don't talk about this, I don't talk about this, um, when he was doing, like, when he does his stand-up or whatever, right? Yeah. And he said something about, if you're always learning, or you're always finding things to be beginners at, yeah. you end up, you keep yourself humble, you keep that um, skill or you keep that ability to learn fresh mm-hmm. cause that is a skill and that's a, sorry, that's Very a tool yeah. and you keep that like sharp where you're like, okay, hey, I'm always trying to learn. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to have like more people in the show, different people trying to like understand how people do things like different equipment, how different things work, right? And yeah. trying to find a way to be a beginner at things, but still try to master the things you want. Like you yeah. can have 50 like hobbies, do whatever you yeah. want, but if you have like Two or three things that you're like, okay, these are what I'm going to be good at. Yeah. Excuse me. I think by finding those things and trying to achieve mastery, but then being beginners at a lot of things makes it so much easier to go through the difficult times in life Big, as you're mentioning. Huge, 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 huge. Right? And now with that, what is, when you said that, what is an example of something that comes to mind when I say like a challenging thing, like kind of been like, there you go, Zach. Oh, man, like, so, like, I don't know how deep you like Oh, you can go, go as deep as you family. want, dude. It's your show. So, so. Yeah, so
1: when I was, um, I finished my second year of university. No. Yeah. Like, I passed everything, but I knew that, like, I was just like, yeah, this is not it. Like, I want like, I'm just not feeling it, right? Yeah. So, I was, like, kind of deciding to go to kind of making the switch over to college. Um, that summer, like, basically between, like, me... Leaving university, like finishing mm. exams, and then like jumping into college at uh, Cameron. So, my mom had been dealing with depression for, she's looking back on it, probably a really, really long time. Yeah, but like at the time, it was three months, right? Yeah. Like, so my mom was like, um, she was a school teacher, and then she eventually became like a principal, um, which is a fairly like it's a high stress job, and she was like at like basically like an end of town that was a very rough area, Mm like just a lot of, just a lot of issues where, you know, you've got a lot of people that are struggling themselves where it was just, she took on a lot of work, right? Yeah. So I got home one night, my mom had been kind of, you know, basically like severely depressed and like out of work where she was like, actually like for the first time in my life, like my mom didn't go to work, you know what I mean? Like she had never even taken a sick day.
0: Yeah.
1: First time, like three months she's been off on like sick leave essentially, right? I get home one day, um, I get a call from my dad, and he's like, hey, I'm just trying to get like get a hold of your mom, like, do you want to just, like, see where she's at and shit, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. cool, whatever. <laughs> so I, like, go down and basically try to, like, look for her phone or, like, see if there's anyone home, because I, like, literally just pulled up, right? Get inside, I, like, where my parents' room was, was, like, you'd walk into my house, there's, like, a hallway to the right and then a staircase to the basement. As soon as you got down the staircase to the right is, like, my parents' room. Mm-hmm. So I like run downstairs. I like open the door. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm still on the phone with my dad. I'm like, no, nah, like, she's not here. I'm, like, I don't know what to tell you. He's just like, okay, well, just like, can you see, if you just like, if she left a note or like, because yeah. she, she was supposed to go to like some friend's place for like a fucking zumba class or some shit, right? Like it was like some random shit. Yeah. Like, my apparently she really did not want to go to the zumba class. No. <laughs> so I walk into <laughs> my mom's room, and then like when I turn the corner, like my mom had committed suicide. So she was hanging like from her bedroom ceiling. So obviously like I'm twenty 20, 20 or twenty one at the time. Like and like I had a very sheltered life as a yeah. kid, like in the sense where like I had family members that had been going through struggles, but my parents always kinda kept me and my brother out of it. Right? Like where it was like there was just like something wrong. But we never addressed it. Like I didn't know what like mental yeah. health was, I didn't know what depression was until I saw like my mom getting sick. And then I definitely didn't know what the fuck suicide was until I walked in and my mom was hanging from her ceiling, yeah. right? So, like, that's a huge experience. Like, especially, like I said, being a very sheltered kid yeah. where, like, I didn't drink for the first time until I was, like, probably, like, 16 or 17 because I, like, managed to, like, sneak out. Yeah. Maybe, 15, yeah, maybe 16, let's say. But, right? like, I was an older kid. Like, I was, like, yeah. let's say, like, a late bloomer when it came to, like, life experiences, yeah. right? But then it was, like, I got punched in the face. Yeah, right away. Right, like, right away. Right, so it was a big shock. That's a, that's a big punch in the face, man. Yeah, so, like, you know, not exactly the... uh Like I said, she just really didn't want to go to a Zumba class, but uh, who can blame her? Um, But yeah, like it was, (laughs) like, again, like I said, like a really non, like, I was sheltered. So I knew there was something up. I knew there was something like wrong with my mom. I was like, oh, she's not feeling good. But like, even like eight years ago, mental health wasn't like something people talked about like it is now. Right? No, it's like a lot it, more at the forefront of what we do. It, it's a lot more prominent now because a lot more people are suffering from it. <laughs> yeah. But like at the time when it happened, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like to yeah. me, it was like suicide was something crazy people did. My mom wasn't crazy, right? Like that's how I felt at the time. It was like, oh, Like what the fuck is going on? Right? Yeah, so like the my whole yeah, like whole world just got shattered essentially because like everything I thought I understood yeah. was like gone. Right now, as you would expect, when somebody that close to you kind of passes away, <laughs> yeah. A lot of people in my family reacted in very different ways Mm -hmm. and there was a point where like I really had to like distance myself from certain people for my own well-being where it was Mm -hmm. just not necessarily like just for my own mental it was like I was dealing with shit again not necessarily in a good way but the way I dealt with shit Mm was like I kind of just like I got really into my work I got really into just like training working out because it was like essentially it was like I could work out Or I could go get hammered or do a shit ton of drugs or, like, do anything to try to, like,
0: forget. Get out of it, yeah. Be present.
1: So it was, like, I chose exercise. I, you know, for years I still do. Like, I wreck my body on a regular basis, Mm -hmm. right? A part of that is, like, yeah, I've gotten better at it. But, like, a lot of it is, like, you know... It was a way to escape. It was a way. Yeah. To, it was like it was total escapism, where it was just like I don't want to fucking have to deal with this shit. So if I'm at the gym with my buddy yeah. till fucking one o'clock in the morning because we're doing fucking chest presses, like you know what I mean, I'll take it, right? Yeah. Um, but then, like over time, it's like when you when you go through that type of shit, and like I said, like my whole world got shattered. I had to distance myself from a lot of people that I was originally close with just mm-hmm. because I didn't like the way they were coping with shit, and I Not had to cope all. with shit in my own way.
0: Yeah.
1: So I basically went from being like a super sheltered kid to like. I'm on my own. Yeah, and exposed. Moved out. out Yeah, moved out. I'm gone. Working on my own, trying to pay bills by myself. Like, nice. And like, 20 is not like, you're not young, but like, I'm also not like, i was not nearly as mature as I am now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had some shit I had not figured out. out, Yeah, Yeah, like, uh, like, you know what I mean? So like,
0: I fucked up a lot. It's not young, but it's not old enough to be like old enough mm-hmm. where you could be making those, you're not already doing that. Yeah. You know what exactly. I mean? You're like, Hey, you have this I stepped choice into now. It because yeah, it you stepped like, into it because you was like, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, shit.
1: So like for me, one of the things, and again, like I use movement as a way to train for that, or like to, uh, as like a metaphor for a lot of like the stuff that happens in life, because it was like, it's the same processes. Eventually, yeah. once you break it down, like how did you, you know, how you move on and kind of cope, not necessarily cope, but like how do you, because I don't like the word cope because to me, like, cope is just, like, I'm dealing with it. Yeah, which to is, me, it's, like, how do I excel from it, right? I like that. It's a, like horrible, that it's a horrible thing yeah, that happens. It's, but like, It's a mind shift. Like, it's a mindset. And, like, like hmm. everyone who is, like, in their – and, like, I use successful as, like, what is successful to that person. Anyone mm-hmm. who accomplishes their vision of what they deem as being successful, nobody just does it. There's There has to be some <laughs> kind of trigger, right? There's yeah. something that makes that person go – Fuck it, I'm gonna go for it, right? Some people, it's like, yeah. and it's not like one trauma is better or worse. It's just like everyone has to go through what their personal trauma would be or
0: their personal right. like no, that. Like, everybody would needs be, a family right? member to die. So yeah,
1: but like some people need to go broke. Some people need, you know, for some people, like I know a lot of like, or I know some people that like they have a kid and it's just, like just totally sh- like switches their mentality geez. where they're like, I'm gonna really like go for it now because like I want to be the best, awesome. right? Which that's is dope, oh, like yeah. that's Everyone has their thing. For me personally, that was like the thing where that I was, was like, true. damn, I got to figure this out, right? Yeah. But also it was the thing that I used as motivation to be like, well, I got to get better because like mm-hmm. I don't want this to happen. A lot of it was fear. It was like, shit, like if I have, uh, yeah. and then like, because now I'm 20 years old, it's like my world gets blown open. Now I'm like, oh shit, there's a lot of people in my family that suffer from like mental health right yeah. that suffer from- You're now more aware of it? More aware of it. But now it's like you look past that and it's like, oh, there's a lot of people in general, that are suffering from this. And then I start to recognize it in friends, family, clients where I'm like, Oh man, like there's a lot more people that are struggling. Not to that extent, right. But where it's just like, there's some real, like everyone kind of has their own things that they have to go through and have Mm -hmm. to overcome. So for me, it was like the way that I could kind of like overcome it and kind of get to that point was I got to get better. And I got to, I got to reach these goals that I have for myself so that I never feel like I'm, inadequate or that I don't deserve to be here or that I am a burden on the people around me because right. that was how my mom felt right so a lot of it was like fear driven where it was like there's no fucking way I'm ever going to do that to the people I care about right so like I better yeah. make sure I don't put myself in a position where I'm unhappy and miserable like that right yeah. so that was like a huge factor and a huge thing for me to like push through a lot of the shit yeah. and how do you learn how to push through shit for me it was by pushing through shit physically, right? Like it, yeah, literally, it was. literally was, like it legitimately, legitimately was. It was like, yeah. how do you break plateaus? How do you move on? Like, how do you like stay focused on a mm-hmm. goal? Like all of that is things that you learn and that are taught to you through sport, through activity, through movement. 100%, it's yeah. 100% applicable in real life. The method mm-hmm. might be different. The tools might be different, mm-hmm. but the mentality is the exact same or the process mm-hmm. is the exact same, right? So. That's why, like, a lot of the shit that I try to go through, or, like, that I try to reach now is just, like, I try not to stress too much about it. Like, yes, there's stress where, like, you want to, like, you want to achieve goals, but it's, like, Mm -hmm. it can't be, it, how many times is that something going to be that much worse than what I've already been through, that I've already already overcame? chances are. And it's, like, and if it it does, and if it does, yeah, and if it it might be different, and if it does happen, I feel much better prepared now. 100%. And I'm confident that, yeah, horrible things might happen in my life.
0: Yeah
1: hopefully they don't horrible things might happen to the people that like I'm close to and that I love and care about but hopefully I have something that I can offer them or offer myself that I can grow from it and keep moving forward because again it's not about like to me it's like I don't want to cope with shit I want to excel from it I want to use that as a way and maybe that maybe the way that you excel completely shifts right like maybe something happens and you're like total 180 like i'm Mm -hmm. going in this direction with my life now but as (sighs) long as you can excel and that is what brings you joy and happiness at at that point in your life or that stage in your life then like that's always better than falling back into this like self-misery and self-pity and then like yeah it's kind of lazy yeah it's a lazy response it really is but you see it a lot and all the time with people and it could be with like little things or it could be with big things right like how Mm -hmm. many people do you know that just blame the world for all their problems how long do we have? <laughs> but it happens like, all the time, right?
0: Every day, yeah, all the time. Yeah. And it's like
1: the world might be responsible for the problem that happened, but it's not responsible for you getting better from it.
0: No, and I think um, to that, uh, one of my uh, mentors way back when we were getting off the we were like getting off the plane after a two week service trip in the Amazon of, Amazon rainforests of Ecuador. Damn, and yeah, it was cool, but That's good. yeah, man, it wasn't bad. But we, uh, we're leaving, and she pulls me aside. She goes, Glenn was like, yes, she goes, you can, you can never control, the only thing you can truly control is how you react to things that happen, yeah. that happen around you. Some along those lines, was like whatever, you can never really control what happens to you, mm-hmm. but you can always, like you can only really truly control your own behavior, right? Whether that be like how we're acting now yeah. or how we're acting yeah, yeah. before or after, how like you interact with your family or how I interact with mine. Family, friends, whatever, right? And I think that's an interesting way that you take, inser- interesting way that you react to things like that. And I'm sure you um, apply that to not just tragedies, like big things, no. but I'm sure you do it to little, like, little things. things. You're like, oh, yeah lost that client. Well, yeah. let's get, yeah, let's achieve the, these goals faster. And, or, like you switch a bit. And right? don't worry, like you've got to
1: remind yourself all the time too. Yeah. It's not like it's something where like it's just like innate where I'm like, I could deal with anything now. It's like, no, like, yeah. I fuck up all the time. Like, <laughs> All the time, one hundred do like hundred times like, a
0: day, all the minimum. Time.
1: But at least it's like there's like there's some level of ownership where you have to be like, okay, I fucked up, or this shitty thing happened. But it's like, yeah. how can I kind of like not just recover from this, but then like grow from it? And it's not like it's not always about just like looking at the bright side. Like that's an element of it of mm-hmm. like you gotta stay positive. And it's yeah. like sometimes, but well, sometimes you gotta look at the negative and realize what the fuck you did that made it so bad in the first place. Because yeah. If you're always just looking at the positive, it's like. You're, you're potentially ignoring what is causing this in the first place. Yeah. Because you can't always control what happens to you in life, but some things you can. And yeah. sometimes people walk into shit because yeah. of the choices that they make repeatedly where they just, like, walk into these shitty circumstances, and then right. it's like, man, my life sucked. And it's like, well, you made fucking, like, three years of bad decisions that led to this.
0: Yeah, it's um, all you that won't... It's more often than not with the, like, depressed people in movies and stuff, and then around, it's like they have this chip on their shoulder that, yeah. like, life... Oh, I've lost for, not lost, like lost, lost, but I've removed friends from my life who that is their attitude. Yeah. Like they have yeah. this sense of invincibility, but a chip on their shoulder that the world owes them something yeah. because yeah. they were dealt a shitty hand or yeah. something like that. It's like, well, how do you explain this or how do you explain that? It's like, well, this happened because you did this, yeah. you chose to do that. You knew better. You did this, you did that. Oh, I feel like crap for. I'm like, yeah, but you'll do the same yeah, thing in yeah. two years.
1: So, and like, unfortunately, man, it sucks because, like, one of the only one of the best ways that you can help people like that is by actually stepping away because then at yeah. least hopefully, because like, like you like we talked like we said earlier, like if someone's asking you for advice and they only see you as like their friend or their family member, they're yeah. not necessarily listening to your advice. They just want to bitch, right? Right. Which is fine. But then, like, if, like, if you're trying to do shit, if you're trying to move on with your life and you feel like you're constantly having to, like, not necessarily (laughs) that you're being dragged down by other people, but if you feel like I'm trying to reach my goals or I'm trying to do this shit and you're constantly just complaining about your own thing, like, Mm -hmm. sometimes you kind of have to step away. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you drop that person forever, but sometimes you kind of have to distance yourself, like, distance yourself, and then that person needs to come to the realization that, like, they want to change shit on their own because yeah. you can't do it for them right like like you said like if someone's gonna bitch and complain about the decision they made over and over and over again
0: yeah
1: telling them that they made a bad choice is not gonna make them like holy shit you're, you're right. right like yeah. <laughs> like you know what I mean like it no, doesn't 100%. it's not like it automatically like you say it to them and they're like There's no light bulb that goes off is I not? shouldn't yeah. be fucking those hookers like uh, it's just you like know, you know what right. I mean like yeah. they knew they shouldn't have like <laughs> I, I mean, was married too yeah you know, exactly
0: then, you know, maybe if I <laughs> wasn't like, married, I shouldn't have got married yeah that's not the problem Like, Like, oh man. And so
1: you saying it is not necessarily, but like, you need to, sometimes you need to step away because I found like, if you try to help them almost too much, it becomes where you're enabling the behavior, right? Where like, they know that they can fuck up or they can make a mistake. Because you'll coddle them a bit. And you'll be like, oh man, it's okay. Or, oh, it's alright, girl. Like, you got this. You can get back. And sometimes it's okay to just be like, you know what? You don't have your shit together right now. I need some space and I need to, like, distance. And you don't necessarily have to have that, like, you know, a strict conversation. It could just be like, yo, you know what? Like, you're going to have to deal with this on your own.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. And then, like,
1: the, hopefully they would get to a point where, you know, a rock, like, we'll say, like, a rock bottom for them would be not nearly as severe and right. they'd be able to realize on their own, like, oh, fuck, like, if these people aren't going to help me and all these people are not sitting here listening to me complain about my same, my same bullshit... Maybe I should do something, but mm. nobody can realize it for them. They have to do no. it on their own, right? right. Which sucks, because it's hard when you, like, see people that you care about, like, Yeah, struggling. you been friends with them forever, and yeah. you're yeah. like, oh, I don't want yeah. you to struggle. Yeah. And, stuff. and you just want to smack them, because yeah. you're like, wake the fuck up, man.
0: Open your eyes. Yeah. God damn
1: it. Yeah.
0: But, like, sometimes no, you have to. A yeah. lot. It sucks, yeah, but, like, It's yeah. bad. But there's, uh, it's also from their perspective, too, and, like, kind of pulling off of what like, uh, my example of that that happened was you're trying, like you said, except from their point of view, you're trying to say like, so we're friends, we're hanging out, right? And you're always trying to achieve shit. Yeah. And I'm going through stuff. There's always that chip on your shoulder. I am that person I just described, right? Except from my point of view, I'm looking at I'm like, fuck, he's always energetic. Mm-hmm. He's always confident. He always feels good. He's always doing cool shit. He's always trying different yeah. things. He's always, he's messed up. Like I've seen you mess up so many times and you're Say happier no. now than you were before that. How? I always feel like crap though. How does that? Yeah. Oh man, I don't want to be around him. I don't like, I feel worse when I'm around yeah. you. And then Cause I feel like shit about myself now. Yeah. Like, like, you're doing all these cool things. Right. Yeah. So happen. that's that example yeah. where it's kind of like you almost have to both be like, Hey, kick rocks. But they're also in the same way being like, my buddy used the perfect term He's like people get intimidated people get intimidated by success. It's the whole like star struck thing. Like they get intimidated, they're taken out of their element and you're like, we're all just people breathing, dude. It doesn't really matter. And I'm thankful about that. Like just with some people I've had on the show and stuff and the people I've met in my life is, it's very, very, in a bad way. I was talking with my business partner about about this this week where he's like, he was telling him how one guy, I told him a really cool Eric Carlson story. Um, how I didn't meet him, but it was just a cool, like, experience we had. And uh, it was just, like, at a traffic light. And he pulls okay. up and says, what's up? And then he bails off in his Lambo. And I didn't know who it was until after the fact. And then we were still, like... But Buddy was tripping out that he just heard that story. He's like, man, that's so cool. He's so... You know, this one time... And I'm like, I don't... I, don't know. I saw the nine bobbleheads on your desk. Yeah. I want to tell you the story. But him and my point where he was like, I just... I don't care. I don't understand this, like, celebrity yeah, yeah. aura thing that... Like people get intimidated by success, especially when that's they don't have it or more often than not, not sure what they're working towards. Yeah. And that's the big one right. I think. Because I think like a lot of people like again, like
1: success is like that's a very that's a very relative term. It's like what yeah. do you consider specific, like you right? said earlier, like, yeah. So I think it's a lot of times it's easy to look at like celebrities with like, oh they've got this money, they've got all this shit. And then it's like, well, like I, think I think that's, that's why like, are. people love when celebrities come out with like real bad shit that's why people love celebrity gossip because it's like Ah, oh this person's fucked up just like I am it's like if you don't necessarily know what you value or if you don't necessarily know what you're really trying to like reach and again like I'm not saying I don't do this either. Like, there yeah, are people that I get jealous of or people that I, like, I catch myself hating it's a natural on. natural Because it's like, oh, fuck that guy. And then I'm like, oh, but he's actually just doing what I want to be doing. So, like, I can't, yeah, really, hate can't it. really hate on him. you can't really hate on Well, like, these celebrities are, like, these, like, fucking movie stars or whatever. And it's like, people get so, like, wrapped up in their lives. But then they love when they fail. They love when they fall. And it's like, oh, Britney went crazy. She shaved her head. And it's like... You don't want to be a pop star. Like, what are you... Yeah, what, why, why are you, you
0: celebrating that? What,
1: why are you celebrating? But, like, why did you worship her in the first place? Like... Uh, yeah.
0: Like... That's a good point. You
1: know, and, like, now mm-hmm. all this, like there's, like, this, like, free Britney shit. And I'm like, yo, you guys haven't talked about Britney in years. And now all of a sudden she's going through some shit or there's, like, it's in the media. Yeah, and now people are just, up. like, everyone's like, we got a free Britney. And it's like, that's great. But, like, the only reason or part of the reason she's in that position is because, like, people put her up on this pedestal. Yeah. In the first place. Like, if she was just another regular chick, like, I, like, people know people in their personal lives that need that kind of help, not necessarily in the same circumstance, but like, but then they see a celebrity go through, like, a depression, or they see a celebrity go crazy or lose their shit, and they're like, we need to help her, we need to help her. I'm like, yo, your family members are literally, like, going through... And if not worse. If not worse, but it's like, because you had this, like, jealousy, or you perceive this person as, like, being on this pedestal, it's like, it's not as interesting to try to help your family member who's just, like... A regular Joe Blow, but like again, what's your definition of like what is successful? Like, is it being a pop star? Because if mm-hmm. being a pop star is like if that's your thing, then like, why aren't you working towards it? Yeah, How come, where's your mixtape, bro? Yeah, like, are you, you know what I mean? Time? Like, yeah, like, 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 day, like, like, <laughs> like <laughs> I don't see you at the bars, like uh, hustling uh, people, like do play my track, play my track. Like, let me show you
0: you'll buy my hoodie, you but know, if you're not like
1: that. that interested in being a pop star, yeah. being some like famous like musician or like celebrity like actor, it's like then why do you care? Uh. But it's like, on yeah. the
0: surface, it looks like they have what you want, but
1: it's because you don't really know what you
0: want. Right? No, and I know, but I think it boils down, I think it's attention. Hmm. I think there's some form of that, yeah. which is why when you say you're not a social media guy, I'm like... That's why I get jealous of Jack on really social media, man. I see these Jack guys
1: on social media, I'm like, man, fuck that guy. And fuck then I'm that like, guy, he's got small legs. No, yeah, like exactly. Yeah. It's Literally always just like, like I could flip, yeah, and I could like, choke him out. But it's like, why do I care? If you wanted to get big, you yeah. wanted to get Jack, like good for him he's hitting his goals he's doing his thing like yeah. i i have to catch myself and kind of check myself and be like why am i jealous of this dude he's doing exactly what he wants mm-hmm. i'm doing exactly what i want to be doing like i have to stop comparing to like where he's at in his
0: journey yeah. where it's like
1: i am because they're different right like, And it's, it's a natural
0: things. thing 100 percent, right? totally Compare. so as long as like you yeah. said you're like you have to check yourself yeah. but that's when ego comes in yeah. and then it's like oh, i'm better i don't even check myself i know everything I yeah all right well you haven't failed enough or you yeah. haven't like, you haven't owned up yeah. to a lot of things, yeah. right? You haven't really learned from that, but switching gears a bit, um, why you've gone... Explain to me what Five Cent City is. So... you did a speech, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I was intrigued, but I couldn't quite figure it out.
1: So, Five Cent City is, like, what we talk about, like, I guess it's funny because we just talked about putting people on a pedestal, and, like, if there's one person I can say that I have up on a pedestal, yeah. it is the organizer and creator of Five Cent City, um... So I met Christian through a buddy of mine, uh, Jordan Kilgannon, yep. which I'm sure yeah, you met the one night. We met the one night, yeah. So Jordan has been a really good friend of mine for a long time, and again, another person that I really look up to in a lot yeah. of ways, but not in a sense of like, I don't idolize Jordan. I idolize a lot of the things that he does, and I I really look up to a lot of the right. things that he does with his life and the way that he chooses to live yeah. his life. He
0: was a pretty cool dude. He's a very, pretty very down to earth guy, sure. very chill guy, yeah. right?
1: Um, but also just a gen, like just a sweetheart. Um, yeah. So five cents eighty the first time they got like basically put together, like Jordan knew Christian because Jordan's dad used to actually train Christian way back <laughs> in the day. Nice. So that was kind of like Damn. the, the connection that I had. So I was going to chill with Jordan one night. He was like, yeah, I'm, I'm just getting like, I'm getting a treatment done from, uh, from my buddy Christian. And like my initial response was like this motherfucker. I was like, he knows what I do for a living. How come he's not asking me for help? So immediately I was like, Yo, fuck this Christian guy, right? Yeah. And, like, and then, like, we walk in <laughs> in the middle of the session, and I'm like, listening in, kind of like from, like, you yeah, like, know, like, nah, kind of like nah, the nah. side eye, and I'm like, the fuck Wrong. is this guy doing? That's false. That's what I wanted yeah. to do. And then this guy's going off, and I'm oh, like, actually. I'm like, damn, this guy's smart as fuck. Like, yeah, exactly. you oh, know, right? But then oh. I started talking to him, and he's like, genuinely the most, like, <laughs> caring and giving person I've ever met. Nice. Like, Christian is. And, like, Jordan is like that a lot, too. He's a very caring, very giving person. This was just, like, a different level of human, though, man. Like, I I really can't explain it. Like, man. And it was just... And there was also the element of, like, this is the field that I work in. I work in movement. I work in, like, helping people. He Mm -hmm. was just so much better at it, and he still is so much better at it than I am. I couldn't help but be like, man, like, what makes you tick? Like, what like, what are you doing that's so, so different? But it was like, it was so good. And I've worked with a lot of really, really good people and like worked with a lot of really great therapists and trainers. The way that he approached things and the way that he would like the attention and care that he would give to a client was just like anything I had ever seen. And I have ever up until that point. So when I met them that night or that day, sorry. Um, he ended up telling me, he's like, hey, I'm doing this event. Like, I'm originally from Sudbury. I live in Toronto now, but I want to come back and I want to do an event because of you know, nice. a lot of like the overdoses that are going on downtown, a lot of the mental health stuff. So it kind of started off as like, basically, it was just like this guy I met who like happens to be this really chill, really nice, and like really smart guy that I was yeah. kind of like, yo, I want to work with this guy. Like, this guy's really fucking cool. Like, turns out he's running this event. And at first, like, I was like, oh, I'll help out. Yeah. But like, you know, I was like, showed up, like, Pass some T-shirts around. Like I think I helped Jordan make some bracelets for the event because we nice. was just chilling one night. You know, mean? Like, yeah, but like my my involvement was fairly right. Like you were there. Limited. Were involved, I showed yeah. up and I was like, oh, if you guys want help setting stuff up, like I'll yeah, show yeah. up and like we'll we'll set yeah, some T-shirts up. The show. Nice. But, yeah, But I was supportive, but I wasn't like a part of it. I get it. You okay. know what I mean. I was just like, oh, this is cool. Really yeah. nice dude. My buddy's involved heavily. Like Jordan right. ended up doing. I I don't want to get like I don't want to say the wrong shit, but he ended up doing a lot for that event that like nice. a lot of people don't. No, he did. Oh, cool. Kind of behind the scenes. Yeah, we'll let that uh, be um, with him. Yeah, so like, I, I don't want to get it wrong and I don't want to say nope, it 100%. Did, but like he was a big part of him helping it kind of get together. And, mm-hmm. and then so the year after when they started talking about like doing it again and by this point like now my relationship with Christian had also kind of like improved a bit and I had spent more time with him, more conversation with him and it's just like the more time I spent with him, the more intrigued I would get mm-hmm. and the more I wanted to help him. Right. right, and the more I wanted to be a part of whatever it is that he was doing, because yeah. I, I truly believe that, like in him as a person, oh, that's right? the best. That's not, the best, like, dude. The vision was an amazing vision, and like yeah. obviously with the shit that happened with my mom, like mental health and yeah. all that, yeah, in like, hey, yeah, a huge oh. thing that I can nice. I can relate to. Right, it was a big thing. Um, but working with him, I was like, no, you're the guy who's going to actually make yeah. a difference. It's like not all he's yeah. like not necessarily to bash these <laughs> other things, but it's like. I've been to a lot of other events for like mental health but none of them hit and none of them had the impact that this one did and I think the big reason why is because of him, right? Because of the level of care and attention because just just the way that and because of his skill set, I really did believe that he was the person who could make the biggest difference. Mm -hmm. Biggest difference. Not only difference but out of everyone in every event, I was like, this is the one that if I can give my time to any one event, Ah, this is it, right? That's amazing. Um, So for the second year that that we had it going, he basically asked me to do like a little... Like a little video slash interview and then he wanted to just like, uh, he wanted me to speak because he yeah. throughout the year he had found out about the shit that yeah, I went learned with my mom and, and everything. It. Nice. Um, so that's how I basically became like involved with 5 Cent City and then the second year that we had it I was way more heavily involved Or like yeah. you know, we were recording shit. Um, you know, oh, that's we, cool. We were more involved with the actual like setting up of everything and like, mm-hmm. the, the actual event itself. Um, so the way it has been over the, the first two years that we did it was there was like a basketball tournament Yep. Again to kind of really stick with like the the people that we're trying to reach are a lot of times like these people are not people that have the resources all the time to just be able to like call up a yeah. or call up an appointment. Like they might not have the financial resources. They might not even like know where to go. Yeah. So the idea with Five Cent City was like we have all these people that need help and we have like and again, like this is hundred percent Christian. This is you know, I'm speaking like I'm gonna try to speak for him as, as closely as I can. Yeah. But the idea was like let's bring the help to them as opposed to sitting around and waiting. Waiting for them to get the help. Where it's like, well, how come you're not reaching out? How come you're not doing this? It was like, let's go to you. So all you gotta do is you just have to be walking by Elm Street and you're like, what the fuck is going on here? And then you hear like, oh, there's some basketball games going on. Oh, Jordan Kagan is doing a fucking dunk show. Oh, I know that guy. He's on Instagram. He's a super cool dude. Right? Like, but then you show up and then like, someone's talking about like, how they overcame addiction or someone's talking about how they lost loved ones to mental health or to suicide or to drugs or, and sometimes it's just stories about people that just really struggled internally with whatever other problems yeah. they had. And then the idea was like through that and through being able to have this like open dialogue with Five Cent City, people could relate with like any one of the speakers or any one of the stories and be like, mm-hmm. damn, like I'm going through something similar like that. And then, leaving it open where I can now go like that guy who just had this conversation and just had this like inspirational talk to that particular person because it's something that they can relate to. Mm-hmm. They can just go talk to him after. Jeez. So it wasn't like going to this seminar where it's like, Oh, I'm looking at like Tony Robbins is going to tell me to like love myself and that like, you know, whatever the fuck yeah. he says. And then it's like, he goes backstage <laughs> and he's probably fucking bitches and do whatever. Like, you know, and it's just like, he's doing, yeah. he's doing his thing. Like who knows what they're really doing? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, but not, not what you said that, uh, you guys were pulling off. It was just, it was different because it was like, we could have that talk or have this like moment where somebody is like opening themselves up and talking about some mm-hmm. of the things that are typically way more like, right. like you don't speak about, you're not supposed to no, talk about No, and you can open shit. that. And then it was like the convert like they would finish their speech and you could have like 10 strangers walk up and be like, yo, like I'm actually going through that. Like, thanks for right. sharing. Yeah. Like, how did you do this? Like, where did you go for this help? Like, it opens yeah. the conversation as opposed to just being like, yo come get help. Like how come you're not getting help? Right. Yeah. Cause again, a lot of people that are struggling either don't want to say anything cause they don't want to admit that they're struggling yeah. or they just
0: genuinely have no fucking idea where to go. Yeah. I don't it, know right? how to open up or how to, and then like, I love that concept. And I think that's cool that you guys were able to pull off something where, okay, we speak about an experience and then somebody who can relate now feels connected to you, yeah. whether that's subconsciously or consciously. And then they're like, man, I'm drawn to this person. Then I'll go up Talk to yeah. them and hey man, if it keeps blood in the good people. That's it, yeah. And that's that was really the idea. And like now, so like we're, we're actually able
1: to bring it back this year now because of all the restrictions are lifting yeah. up a little bit and shit. But um, nice. we're gonna basically have our third one and we have to make it differently. We first two years we had like a basketball tournament, yeah. where that was like kind of like the big draw it was like hey, you showed up for the basketball tournament, but then you also got all these other
0: cool speakers yeah, and cool, events to kind of do. Yeah.
1: Now it's gonna be three hours, uh, seven to ten on August 28th, which is yes. the last Saturday of August,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and way more compressed format, so it'll basically be like presentation, performance, presentation, performance, presentation. So it'll be, you know, a little bit more streamlined, but also I mm. think it'll be a little bit easier to digest for a lot of people also. So so, yeah, so again, like, bite size. typically the, the longer format was what Christian really enjoyed, because that was, you know, he felt he could get to people that way and get more people to come in. Right, whereas it was less like... like- now with these restrictions, again, like just kind of overcoming shit is like, okay, well, how can we work with this, work with these restrictions, but offer something that maybe is not exactly the same, mm-hmm. but can impact people in just as much of a, a productive yeah, yeah. way, right? So that's where he came up with the, the format for this year, which will be a much shorter event, nice. but way more, yeah, way more compact and way more intense in a smaller window. Yeah,
0: right on. I think that'll be, uh that'll be fascinating, man. You have to check it out for yeah. sure.
1: Oh yeah, it's, uh, and like it's, it's a completely community driven event, right? So everybody that's involved in this is like we're all doing it just because like everyone has some kind of story where yeah. they just want to help. Right. And it's just like run by it is run by the community mm-hmm. for the community. Nobody's ah. making money off of this. Right. Like, we're bad. putting our own money into it if anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if T shirts are getting made, it's because somebody went out and, and bought t shirts and printed all these t shirts. Ah. If bracelets are being made, like somebody went out, bought the material made
0: bracelets and handed them out. Mm-hmm. Like that's what the event is about. They're sponsoring They're an event and stuff. Right. Yeah. Ah, that's cool. That's really cool, man. So as we kind of go towards the end of this, um, what is one last um, piece of advice or a tip or lesson you <clears throat> kind of message you want to embark? Man, I think the biggest thing that is like uh, like for anyone going
1: through like a let's we'll say like a fitness journey or even just a like their like like life journey, which is kind of cheesy to say, but like if you're yeah. going through anything, like I think the biggest thing is like. You're going to fail, you're going to fuck up, and it's okay. You just can't stop trying, right? right? You can't keep doing the same thing expecting that it's going to give you the result that you're looking for, so it's okay to switch, it's okay to switch shit up, like it's okay to switch up your friend group, it's okay to switch up the people that you take inspiration from, it's okay to switch up what you're doing. Those things are okay, Mm -hmm. and it's okay to feel like you're failing at something, you just got to kind of keep going, because at the end of the day, like the people that really Like when we talked about like success and like reaching that success, the people Mm -hmm. that hit that, what their version of success are, it's never like an easy road. It's never, it's different for every single person. You just got to like accept that like the struggle you're going through is like, that's what you have to overcome to hit what your version of success is. Mm -hmm. It's your problems, but it's your outcome that you're you're going to end up eventually kind of reaching. And it might be different from what you originally set out, but that's, that's just part of going through the process. Sometimes things will be smoother. Sometimes they won't. But like yeah. you just, you just can't give up on the end goal,
0: right? Right.
1: Whatever that goal
0: happens yeah. to be. Right on. So Zach, where can um, people get? A hold of you? Finally. Where can people find you? Not on social you? media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Where can people find uh, the business, let's say? Uh,
1: so you can find uh, lvxfitnessstudio.ca or junglegymgymnastics.com. Uh, working on basically getting the two websites to be linked together pretty soon. So nice. you could just basically have one or the other. Uh, I do have Instagram for LVX Fitness Studio, Mm -hmm. as well as Jungle Gym Gymnastics, Uh, so you could look up either of those. Those are not necessarily like, I don't have personal accounts on any of these, like for Facebook or for Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, I do look at them, so if you are sending, if people are sending a message and wanted to get a hold yeah, of me personally, you can reach. They it. can reach yeah, me through nice. there. It's just you're not necessarily going to be reaching <laughs> me on like a personal account anytime right because I just don't have them. But right you can you can find some little nice little flakes of me scattered. Right through, on, you know? yeah. Right
0: on. Well, yeah. I really am uh, super grateful to have heard your story today. Super uh, grateful for us training together in the past, and I look okay. forward to training him.